This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Swinging Through Comics, talking about WandaVision here. Visit mjmunoz.com STC for notes and links, and don't forget to subscribe. Like, share, and comment to help me grow. So, like I said, I'm talking about WandaVision here on Swinging Through Comics. This is publishing on the uh, Swinging Through Comics uh, podcast feed, and uh, this is WandaVision episode 5, which is called A Very Special Episode. And this is a very special episode. And that's because we're getting so much more insight, and the narrative is really shifting to fully embrace both sides of Westview. I'll just call it that. And uh, we had a really great moment, uh, a really great scene actually, where uh, spoilers, 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 of course, uh, Wanda breaks the fourth wall and she exits Westview and we see that she's in her kind of standard costume with the, uh, the long jacket and she threatens the director of swords. She knows who he is. Uh, they mentioned that she's a telepath. I guess she's always been a telepath, but is she, she's telepathic and telekinetic. Uh, uh, is that right? I, I guess she must be, or at least that's what they're describing. But um, Monica Rambeau says something to her about that. And she says, you know my mind. You know what was in my mind. And uh, I guess maybe that's how uh, she knows who the director is, Wanda. Uh, but we learn a lot of stuff, like the fact that she took uh, Vision's corpse to uh, to Westview and set up her little thing there. And uh, that's super interesting. Um, it seems that... She really is the villain of this, the cause of this. But then again, uh, it's a little muddled because the broadcast, I, I guess now we know we can question everything that we've seen in the broadcast of the show when it's in the, uh, you know, four by three aspect ratio or whatever, or is it three by four? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, because when things are 16 by nine, we're really seeing what's happening. It's uncensored. Uh, it's uncensored. It, it's uh, it's not, you know, under the Maximov effect or, or whatever they're calling it. Um, but that also gives us the insight that we can look back at everything that is in the, you know, older television aspect ratio we can look at and wonder what was altered, what was censored, what was edited out, uh, and made presentable because, uh, Wanda is the, she's actively like editing and censoring the feed as it comes out of the Westview bubble that she's created. And that's super interesting. Um, I really, it was really interesting to see the range in her acting and in Paul Bettany's acting, uh, because both Olsen and, and Bettany get the chance to, and even the guy who played, uh, Norm, uh, he got a real cool moment, uh, or I think it was Norm, maybe it was somebody else. Anyway, don't remember. Uh, the, they got really cool moments where they snapped into their full personas and then we got to see them almost juxtaposed, uh, acting in their Westview personas. And, uh, that was super interesting. Uh, Vision has his own agency. Uh, he knows that something's not right and he wants to resist it and he's able to have an effect on the world outside of what Wanda wants him to do. And being that she dragged his corpse there, uh, I wonder if it's possible that she really did give him new life and that she resurrected him uh, somehow with her or with her powers. And that's, uh, that's pretty wild stuff. I don't really know what to say about that. I, I like all the implications of it, although I can't really define what any of it all means just yet. There's a scene at the sword uh, base where they're talking about her powers and the limits of her powers. And I think Monica mentions that she could have single-handedly defeated, uh, what's his name? Uh, Purple Dude. And 
I think that's pretty interesting. You know, other, uh, I think Wu and, and Lewis say no, she couldn't have. And then one of them brings up uh, Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau seemed to respond in an interesting way to that. She kind of like turned away and, oh, maybe because her knowing her mom, I guess. I don't know. It's interesting because, uh, you know, what ha what is supposed to happen with her later on based on the comics and spoilers and previews and all that jazz. Uh, I don't really know what that means, but I don't want to get into that necessarily. Uh, I do want to say that um, I want to circle back to something I was saying earlier, which is that uh, Bettany and Olsen's performances were really cool. I really loved the scene where they were fighting and where there was all this tension between them because Vision knows something's going on. And it seems as if he grasps the full truth of it. Um, and I really loved that uh, it set up something even weirder at the end because it was, uh, we were seeing the truth of the matter because everything was in the 16 by nine aspect ratio, which when they get into like modern TV dramas, I don't know how they're going to differentiate those at all because uh, those are all in the 16 by 19 uh, aspect ratio, but maybe the sitcom, you know, they'll continue to have a laugh track and stuff for the older, for the old, or they'll continue to have the laugh track in this, you know, false reality that she's woven. And, um, and uh, I don't know what else there, but there will have to be some telltale signs that this is, you know, fake. This is a fabrication. Um, what was I going to say? I guess just, this is just a really intriguing show and I like how they started things off kind of slowly and it's built up and, and ramped up and you know we've gone from just a simple straightforward narrative to peeling back to pulling back the camera and, and seeing different layers of it and things like that and it's just uh it's really neat um I'm uh I'm thinking now of stuff that was in the uh the trailer and I guess I didn't think about Vision having been dead at this point for you know some time um but there's something from the trailer that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what it means and how it's going to take shape because uh, it's a uh, it doesn't make sense in the current context unless um, unless things happen a certain way and then I guess I, I failed to mention the big surprise at the end um, yeah again spoilers are you know we're full open for that uh, I believe the Quicksilver who showed up the Pietro who showed up was not the guy who played him in Age of Ultron but he was the guy instead who played him in X Men. I don't know, was it was it second class, first class? I don't, it was one of the X-Men movies, Days of Future Past, maybe? Anyway, there was an X-Men movie with a Quicksilver and a, a newer one, and it was really awesome how they did it, and I didn't see that one, but it's the guy who played him in that, and uh, that's super interesting. I guess this is supposed to be leading all into the, uh, the multiverse stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say beyond that, except it was interesting to see him come into the show, and I liked her performance the way it played that like even she was surprised by seeing him and she knew who he was supposed to be but something didn't quite click because he didn't look like it and then uh you know we had Lewis make the comment about the fact that uh you know she recast her brother and uh that was uh that was pretty interesting so I don't know exactly where they're gonna go with all this uh multiverse type stuff it's gonna be if it's gonna be like a long ongoing thing or if it'll be something quiet if it's gonna be main event type stuff like uh I don't know honestly I've been I was irritated in the Arrowverse uh, how much they depended upon the multiverse things and uh, I hope we don't get that sort of thing with Marvel because uh, you know DC kind of has cornered the market on it we don't need to do that anymore I don't think you know Spider-Verse is fine but uh, maybe just in Spider-Verse movies and you know kind of keep it that I don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see I, I'm not saying I reject it it's just I'm saying I'm not sure how much I'm going to like it even though I am interested in um, you know the Doctor Strange 2 and uh, all the stuff that's going to go on with that and how that's interacting with Spider-Man 3 and blah, blah, blah. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and call it right there. 
Uh, I don't really have anything else constructive to say, so I will let you go, and that's it. Last thing I'll say is it was really interesting to me how it felt like many events happened in this episode, how uh, maybe, you know, multiple episodes of something had transpired. There was a lot of information that we got uh, exposed to and that, you know, soaked in, and uh, that was all super interesting, so... I'm liking this. I think it's a success so far, and uh, I wonder if people are gonna stay uh, positive about the show at this point, or if it's uh, if it's just kind of gone too far. Because uh, I think it's uh, excellent at this point, or at least very good, if not excellent. So that's all I have to say for now. Uh, goodbye, folks. Take care. Remember, be the hero you needed in your most desperate hour.